You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk Hello, this is Ben Eshmade and welcome to the King's Place podcast, a series of podcasts looking at the upcoming events at the North London venue. On this latest edition, I caught up with singer Mary Carew in the dressing rooms at King's Place, who performs two concerts on Friday the 14th as part of this year's King's Place Festival. 100 plus performances taking place over three days. So to the interview, and, and Mary, I believe you've got two shows coming up. Yeah, no, we're doing two shows. The first one is more around Berlin Cabaret, and then the second show is really an eclectic mix of art songs and musical theatre songs and given our twist we're calling it Over the Piano, which is the name of one of the tracks. <laughs> Tell me, is love still a popular suggestion or merely an obsolete art? Forgive me for asking this simple question. I'm unfamiliar with his heart. I'm a stranger here myself. How would you define cabaret? Oh, well, cabaret is a very difficult word, which is why we've called up what we do serious cabaret to try and differentiate it. Um, obviously, cabaret, when it first began, um, began in Europe. It began, actually, it began in France. I won't give you a history lesson, but we associate it very much with Berlin, and it was very intellectual, and mm. it was satirical and political. And at the same time, there was also another kind of cabaret growing up, which was more burlesque and so on. Um, then when it moved to America and to the rest of the world, cabaret has kind of become an umbrella word for almost anything that's intimate, really. But the Berlin cabarets were a really amazing hodgepodge of politics and satire and just one, and wonderful material written by great composers and great lyricists. Papa swindles, mama swindles, grandmama's a lying thief. We're perfectly shameless, but we're blameless. After all, it's our belief. Nowadays, the world is rotten. Honesty has been forgotten. Fall in love, but after kissing, check your purse. How did you choose um, the music that you're going to play on your evening? Well, we try to create a sort of dramaturgy. I mean, it's not mean, doesn't mean the shows have a story as such, but we like to feel that the one song leads into another one for a reason, not just that we do three songs by one composer and then five songs by another. So when we start looking at a programme, we'll think a little bit about the kind of atmosphere we want to create and then maybe we'll think of what we want to start with and what we might want to finish with and then see where the journey takes us. <laughs> Life is good, knock on wood, knock knock. I'm not an expert in this area, but the name Kurt Vahl obviously... Pop, pops up a few times and, and then interestingly there's people like Schoenberg who I wouldn't associate with cabaret Well yes, in fact um, Arnold Schoenberg for a brief period of his life in 1901 was the musical director of the largest cabaret in Berlin and in fact the work that he did there to uh, an extent, I would argue, maybe um, influenced one of his greatest works, which is Pierre Lunaire, that was written for a cabaret actress singer. So 
we include that because it's interesting. Mm. Um, it's a slightly esoteric cabaret song, um, but uh, it's an example of what was happening at the very start of the century. And then, of course, the golden era of cabaret is between really 1920 and 33 during the Weimar Republic. Kurt Weil actually didn't write cabaret. He was writing um, for the politically engaged theatre with Bertolt Brecht, but he has become associated with the cabarets because in some respects they were aiming to do the similar things, stir up people to think. And of course, Kurt Weil is a wonderful composer who then went on to do other things when he left Germany, as they all did, of course, in 1933, because they were mostly Jewish performers, composers, artists, poets, all had to flee in 1933, and many of them went to America, others to other places in Europe, obviously. You're only a baby, you're lonely, and maybe someday soon you'll know. You touched on the fact that a lot of this is political in some way, shape or form, or at least has a strong message. Do, is it sometimes a little bit shocking to people in the audience to hear some of this music? I don't know that it's shocking necessarily. We're not doing anything shocking, but um, but I do think that the subjects are actually very contemporary. Quite often, um, one of the songs, particularly that comes to mind, called "It's All a Swindle," is about um, how you cope during a depression. It was written in 1931, and as you are well aware, you know that's just after the Great Depression or during the Great Depression, and Europe and especially Germany was suffering hugely. Um, and so the story has a very uh, great deal of re relevance to people today, I would argue. Uh, masculine and feminine is about sexual politics. Um, yes, yeah, so I think they all have relevance. To, to things that we all get stirred up about today. Do they also have a sort of dry sense of humour? I think there's, they're very witty. I mean, I sing um, the vast majority of the material in English because I happen to have some fantastic translations and I think the immediacy of your audience understanding what you're saying is terribly important and I'm... OK, I am doing a couple of things in uh, their um, original language but I think... You have to be a brilliant linguist in order to do that successfully and actually make people really understand the different layers of meaning um, because obviously they're great texts that do have many layers. He sang songs to her over the piano Sang long songs to her and I presume you've been working with uh, Philip Meyers for, for a while? Yes, Philip and I have been working together for quite a long time now and, and these shows and indeed the CD, Serious Cabaret, is a reflection of the work that we've been doing together and the material that we've found together that we think is interesting and that we think we can bring a sort of twist of our own to. Then the second programme, Over the Piano, has got a mix of songs that are telling poignant stories to others that are downright naughty to one or two that are just quite funny or you know we're, we're doing something different with them so make the audience think a little bit about a song like diamonds of forever for instance which we're taking into a completely different area and for me i'm not saying it's better than shirley bassey because she is fabulous and you can't be better than shirley bassey but the the text comes alive in a very different way when you hear the song performed in a way that isn't out there and brassy. Diamonds are forever 
What's your, what's your ideal response from an audience? Well, I hope that a lot of people will go home thinking, wow, I've never heard that song before. It was really interesting. Um, I hope people will enjoy the way I perform and will have interacted with me as much as I've interacted with them. I hope people will have laughed. I hope maybe one or two people may have had a tear in their eye after. You know, there are some moving moments, I hope. Mary Karoop, who performs with pianist Philip Mayers on Friday the 14th of September at 9.15pm for Sirius Cabaret Leaving Berlin and 10.30pm for Sirius Cabaret Over the Rainbow, both in the fantastic intimate settings of the St Pancras Room. Mary's new album, Sirius Cabaret, is out now and you can learn more about that at her website, which is marykaroop.com. I'm Ben Eshmade and you've been listening to a King's Place podcast. For more details about these events, please visit kingsplace.co.uk forward slash festival. There you can also find out further details of the 100 plus performances taking place over the three days. All tickets are just £4.50. Also, there are loads of free events and activities for all ages. Something for everyone. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the King's Place podcast. King's Place dot co dot uk